Hi, and welcome to Super Anti-Aging Nutrition with myself, Steve Halpern. Lots and lots of good information that can help make a difference. You know, I'm always experimenting with different nutrients, and I look through literally uh, hundreds of different supplements now that are out there. I mean, the, the market in supplements has exploded. I mean, I guess based on covid and people's interest in health, given the information they're getting from mainstream medicine that constantly changes. Well, so does nutritional, nutraceutical recommendations can change. Well, there's an interesting podcast that I've been listening to, podcast video, by Dr. Haberman from uh, Stanford University. And he's a neuroscientist and he has a lab, but he also has an educational video podcast uh, interviewing lots of um, scientists and explaining studies and so I was listening to one on depression well the first part explained all different mechanisms so you can listen to it all different factors involved in depression both symptoms and and mechanisms uh, dopamine and serotonin and all those different factors very interesting but after listening to it okay so what do we do well you know if you need medication certain medications you talked about and you're working with a practitioner medical practitioner or psychiatrist that's fine because you have to get to a point of feeling so good that you're going to do the interventions such as the exercise and maybe changing your diet and uh, doing supplementation, that's the problem. Now, if you're not with that kind of depression where you're not motivated to do anything, you probably need that help. Now, there are other interventions he's talked about. They're using psilocybin in a clinical trial and ketamine, which is normally an anesthetic drug medication, but that seems to help. There's some electrical stimulation studies going on, and they're looking like a whole range of psychedelics that they're experimenting with that seem to uh, bring improvement in people with chronic depression that's not responding necessarily to medication so then he talked about two nutrients that were very interesting and I'll share this with you tryptophan people have sleep disorders or anxiety or even depression tryptophan can make serotonin okay very interesting but if you have inflammation it can actually turn to a compound that can actually make depression worse. Yeah. So if you have inflammation, you eat the turkey, you might actually get depressed <laughs> instead of feeling better. So making sure, maybe with a blood test, you know, your, your HSCRP, your inflammation marker is normal and you don't have any acute infection that's causing inflammation at the time, then you'd want to avoid the tryptophan. But if that's not the case, 
um, the tryptophan can make serotonin, which can have an antidepressive effect. Yeah. The other nutrient that he recommended was fish oils, even up to 2,000 um, um, milligrams of EPA. And that can have both an anti-inflammatory effect and an antidepressant effect. My only consideration with fish oils is make sure it's a reputable company. Make sure it's they check to make sure there are no contaminants and that it's a good product that's not rancid. You know, lots of products, you know, oils can go rancid, so you do not want it to and then contribute to inflammation. So you, I think often when you see negative studies, it might be the product was rancid. So, fish oil and uh, tryptophan. And the other one, which really surprised me, and I actually did a search, and even, yeah, studies that go back a number of years, but I hadn't been aware of them, creatine. Creatine is a supplement that bodybuilders know about and exercise people know about and it can help uh, studies have even shown in, in, in seniors or even uh, you know, people working out it can help with performance and it helps somehow the muscles hold on to more water but it seems to have a beneficial effect and it's no negative effects or no precautions very safe except if you have a kidney problem uh, you'd want to avoid it, and I'm sure if you have a kidney problem, you'd know. Okay, a blood test will show up a kidney problem. They found that creatine improved brain function, cognitive functioning, and depression. I tried on a few clients, and I tried on myself, and I did see that result. Now, Always when you take a supplement or a drug, can you rule out the placebo response? Yeah, you can. But it was a clinical trial, a double-blind placebo-controlled trial, that ruled out the placebo response, and they still saw a result with creatine. They did some brain scans, and they saw a difference. So those are, it's kind of very um, easy to do. Now, the connection, again, uh, between the macrobiome and depression, certainly. And there are actually specific probiotics. You can do your research. And, and I finally get this website up, <laughs> you know, Steve's Longevity website. I'll, may, I'll have links to these. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. But keeping a healthy macrobiome is so important, not for only immunity, which we certainly uh, have uh, has been documented, but for healthy mental functioning. And the brain immunity connection, immune system and brain, has also been, we don't know all the mechanisms, but certainly has been established. A really brilliant uh, oncologist once shared with me that when there was a stressor 
there was a negative response to the therapy. That that same therapy was working and then there was some crisis happen, uh, a loss of a family member or financial disaster or something, suddenly the therapy wasn't working. So we, we, we can't negate the, uh, the brain connection. You know, another aspect, and I guess I'm talking about depression because, you know, given COVID and the, uh, the constant, uh, ex- you know, news, bad news often, and the social isolation, and many people going through life changes, both uh, financially and uh, socially, you know, have not seen relatives and not doing their normal activities has uh, created stress. And there's a link between stress and depression. In fact, one of the signs of depression can be a high cortisol level, stress hormone. Now, normally, cortisol levels are supposed to be higher in the morning and lower at night so you can go to sleep. What they found is exactly the reverse, and they find high cortisol level at night and not in the morning. So you're tired, which does explain why one of the symptoms of depression is fatigue. And certainly adrenal exhaustion can have an effect on depression, negative effect. And so trying to control that stress, there are nutrients, inositol, IP6, uh, theanine, can be helpful, valerian. There are a number of natural compounds that can have a stress effect. The exercise can have a great effect, and he talked about exercise and depression and, and the biochemical mechanisms of exercise and depression, of why it would have a beneficial effect. And of course, you know, sleep. And that's a problem because if you don't control the cortisol levels, you'll be wired at night. And if you're wired at night, you don't get go through the sleep. And that can be another uh, contributor to depression. Now, the whole idea that, well, I'm depressed because of, gets a little tricky. Well, because of this and that, and that's the reason that, 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 that well, there are people who have the same thing and they don't get depressed. Well, there is seems to be a depression gene, and he talked about how often you've gone through stressful events in your life makes you more susceptible to depression. Makes sense. And especially if you have that gene, which is actually going to make it worse. Uh, another factor that 20% of the people with diagnosed depression, 20% have a thyroid issue. Hmm. They have low thyroid functioning, which also can explain the fatigue that happens, but they don't quite understand why the thyroid would tie in to depression. So there are lots of tools. I think it's really important, you know, to get the support. If you again, if you're not in that depression state where you can't go through and do the things, uh, you need the support. 
maybe you need the medication. Um, another interesting one that uh, Dr. Liz shared with me was low-dose naltrexone. Now, naltrexone has been uh, is used for you know treating drug overdose, okay. and it's part of emergency uh, medicine. Ambulances carry it. They were even at one point suggesting uh, pharmacies give it out for free so they can give a shot and pull people out of an acute. Um, narcotic uh, overdose state. But we're not talking about high dose. We're talking about low dose naltrexone. And it seems to be, you can do a search, some research showing uh, working on some endorphin systems and pain. That's kind of, in, again, um, Haberman talking about the connection between pain and depression and the mechanisms, and so there might be an interesting link of why naltrexone would work as an antidepressant. And again, working with a physician or a psychiatrist is open to that, so you can get to the right dose level. Now, one thing that occurs to me, and this was a question in one of the you know Haberman's uh, podcasts. When they did the psilocybin mushroom study on depression, how about microdosing? And the scientists and experts believe that you're not going to get the same result. You need the full dose of the uh, psilocybin as opposed to microdosing, which people are experimenting with. I guess if you're experimenting for other reasons, that's fine. But if you're trying to treat um, depression, uh, you probably want the full dose. So we come to the end of this podcast. Um, it's my pleasure to share this information with you. If you have questions or you'd be interested in a consultation, a virtual consultation, or some of my physician recommendations, Feel free to email me, either at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Stephen Nutrition, at Gmail, and I'd be happy, or you can uh, text me at 914-960-5569, 914-960-5569, and mention in the, in the text message that it was from the podcast, Super Anti-Aging Podcast, so I know I don't want to get overloaded in these messages and thank you so much for listening please subscribe so i can see how many people are listening even though i can see the downloads and you don't want to miss any of my podcasts so again thank you so much for listening